0: Sports professor Rick Harrow, and we are keeping score. Whether it's a $750 million or a trillion dollar business, it is growing by leaps and bounds in all contexts. And the draft is over, and the NBA and NHL playoffs are starting, and soccer is coming to a climax globally. Women's World Cup right around the corner. Whole host of national and international events to deal with. Let's first start with the deals of the week, 3-1. to one. Number three, NBA will sell international sponsorship rights individually. Team owners approved a three-year test of the international team marketing program. Domestically in the U.S., the teams are limited to a 75-mile marketing territory. That policy remains in place, but the international program allows teams to include global advertising and marketing rights outside the U.S. and Canada activate in retail locations outside the team naming rights and jersey patch sponsors are global brands anyway and the nba president of team marketing and business op amy brooks said the plan is designed to take advantage of the global reach of team partners to create more targeted non-game content the league makes sense the move makes sense the leagues in globing global expanding popularity worldwide this is a major step number two Tiger Woods wins the Masters. How about that? (laughs) We know that. That's obvious. What you may not know is he used the Bridgestone Tour BXS ball to win. Now Bridgestone taking advantage of it. The TW Wrap Box on sale for $44.99 hit the store shelves and Bridgestone started selling and every ball has been sold to retailers and it's sold out. Broadly, Woods plays any specific model of any any kind of ball or club 30 20 percent increase in bump and sales in that product and after the masters Bridgestone saw a 209 percent increase in engagement on Twitter a 400 percent increase on Facebook and a 205 percent increase in website traffic as compared to last year's masters and it only gets bigger that's number two number one the Kentucky Derby 105th starts the week of May Racing. The bottom line is over $140 million of economic impact and something that will revolutionize. The on-track horse racing industry, at least for two races until we see if there's a Triple Crown possibility. Parity at this year's Kentucky Derby probably lowers the chances of a Triple Crown, but you never know. The fastest and most important two minutes in sports. The bottom line is with all of the gambling in the U.S., the U.S. industry needs this. Those are the top deals, three to one. Segway into another major deal is the month of May means one thing in the U.S., auto racing culminating with the Indy 500, and a brand jumps in. Group 1001, a long-term agreement with Andretti Autosport to sponsor Zach Veach's number 26 car and the Verizon IndyCar Series, and GameBridge, an online annuity and life insurance agency which is part of Group 1001, has replaced Penn Grade Motor Oil as the official presenting sponsor of the Indianapolis 500. The 103rd running of the race, scheduled for May 26, called the Indianapolis 500, presented by GameBridge the marketing genius that helped put this together, the chief experiential officer of the company and the CMO, Andres Berrigan, and a marketing veteran with years of experience leading brands such as Procter & Gamble, Citibank, Fidelity, and others he's charged with a couple of tasks to grow the family of insurance companies putting the customer back at the center of the business the research he says shown that there are underserved markets in the traditional annuity and insurance businesses and he's able to structure from a marketing perspective responsible and reporting to group 1001 ceo dan taurus Otherwise, he has an opportunity to align the complementary family of insurance companies under the Group 1001 brand and provide the same strategic mission to all and social responsibility CSR activities. Incredibly important to Dan Taurus, incredibly important to Andres Berrigan. Coming up on the Indy 500, May being Indianapolis Race Week, it is appropriate we hear from Andres Berrigan. Sports professor Rick Haro, inside the boardroom, beyond the scoreboard. We frequently talk on this show showcasing the trillion-dollar annual business of sports about what it takes to activate in a world that constantly changes as far as social media, corporate activation, and everything else. Corporate spending, broadly defined globally, has increased 17% over the past three years, more than any other sector other than philanthropy. We'll talk about philanthropy as well with Andres Barragan, CXO of Group 1001, Cambridge and the affiliated companies. Before we even talk about gamebridge first, how are you? Very good. Recognize. Second of all, what the heck is CXO? Describe it for us. So,
1: uh, Chief Experience Officer. So, so um, traditionally, uh, Chief Marketing Officers focus on marketing. Chief Brand Officers on what the brand stands for, the, the visual uh, uh, identity, all that stuff. But ultimately, what you're trying to do with that is to build a connection with consumers, right? And now with a lot of... Um, services particularly financial services in the space where we're in um, they're delivering this digitally and therefore you need to create an experience that has a brand has good marketing advertising but it's also thinking about holistically about technology the digital interface other things so um, I oversee all those different aspects
0: well and you're also wear many hats and one of the hats is what you might call the traditional CMO um, and it's a global development company we'll talk about Group 1001 and its affiliates in a minute but I find it interesting that the founder of the company and you together see so much value in the digital space that the title of choice is more digital than general marketing interesting yeah I think I think digital has the ability to democratize
1: services uh, products um, and we believe we're in the business of empowering people. Right. So digital helps us empower people through uh, products that are uh, you know, uh, designed for uh, growing your savings, uh, protecting them, uh, feeling empowered financially, and we take those principles and we apply them to uh, philanthropy and corporate social
0: responsibility as well. In a lot of different ways. So Group 1001 is a relative new kid on the block uh, in an elevator speech, and it has time because it's a skyscraper. Uh, talk about Group One Thousand One and its affiliated entities and the retail brands. Sketch an organizational chart for us for a minute. Yeah, sure. Uh, so, so we're an insurance holding company,
1: uh, and which means that we are um, we have several you know companies subsidiaries. Uh, we are in the life insurance and annuity space, particularly annuities. And annuities, as you know, are products that are. Um, typically uh, for all people, right? Uh, they need a stream of income, they buy an annuity because it's safe, um, and you, you, know, you know what you get. Um, well, you know, we believe that annuities are better for uh, actually accumulation. Well, I, I wouldn't say better, but also are as good as um, retirement products. They're good for accumulation for all ages. Uh, And what we're trying to do is digitally expand distribution of the annuity products. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, look into 40-year-olds, 50-year-olds as a way that they can save with uh, um, deferred tax benefits with rates that are guaranteed and are higher than CDs and savings accounts, but with their uh, premium or or principal protection that that, uh, annuity brings to the table. So we have our traditional distribution companies, Delaware Life, uh, ClearSpring um, and others uh, and we have Gamebridge and Relay on the new side uh, where we're building digital experiences and that as a whole makes up Group One.
0: Probably fair to say without any quantification to it that in the financial space you're one of the few growing companies that's relying on digital for distribution so significantly.
1: Well, I think it is, it is a a project for the future. I think that when you look at banking, when you look at uh, loans, when you look at other categories in financial services, uh, uh, a lot of people uh, use either a digital uh, uh, product or a hybrid. Where sometimes you talk to a human being, sometimes you use right. a website, sometimes you use an app. But technology across all of it is, is very important. And it's not that we're trying to replace traditional distribution, uh, or, 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 you know, uh, disintermediate agents. Not at all. We're just bringing in a layer of technology that is making the experience, hence my title, right. uh, better, uh, more accountable and, uh, with you know uh, cost efficiencies for us, so that we can pass on those cost effic- efficiencies as uh, higher rates to people, uh, and through simpler products and a digital interface, just make it available to everyone, empower everyone.
0: Empowerment ha- make, takes many forms. You mentioned simpler product, and it also implies educated consumer, and I assume a smarter consumer. Is better for you, and, and frankly, it's better for the industry. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I mean, it's been a decade that that we're all been learning more and more. We are. We are. Uh better at managing our finances, better at finding uh, hotels, better at finding good restaurants, better at traveling overall. And it's all because we're, all, we're online. We're consuming content online. We're learning online. We're becoming more knowledgeable. And uh, I believe that you know, investors um, should pay attention. Uh, or people should pay attention to money. I mean, money and health, right? Okay. Uh, um, there are high involvement categories. There's more information out there. There's a the motivation to be better at it, and there's the resources to get better at it. Uh, so I think definitely the knowledgeable investor will, will, um, will make you know, uh, financial services uh, industry grow and, and grow through, through um, um, digital you know, service model.
0: Your business model is unique, and you're again the new kid on the block. Uh, but for a sports business show that this is, you're um, reaching consumers and moving the needles through a variety of different kind of sports. That, in many ways, is embedded in CSR. I- is very unique. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah,
1: yeah. So we have our our CSR, uh, um, um, you know, uh, venue to. Um, sort of put out there in the world are our our principles or our values, right? We believe that um, uh, people need empowerment. It's uh, infrastructure, education, um, and the way we can you know give back and help uh, the communities in which we operate is by uh, empowering kids, right? And empowering them through sports and education. And therefore, we are involved with uh, a series of partners um, in doing this, in rebuilding fields, uh, in creating sports clinics, um, so that kids uh, can learn through sports um, very important lessons, leadership, working in a team, a sense of belonging, uh, all these things that will help them, um, you know, give them a platform to uh, stay in school finish school and then be, um, you know, go out there and do do their thing with, with, with a basis, right? So um, we invest a lot of time, uh, a lot of money, and with uh, a set of incredible partners. Um, we are in the philanthropic uh, side of things, believing that sports and education provide a platform uh, for communities to, you know, uh, uh, feel empowered. Now, we also believe that sports are um, a good platform to promote our products. Um, And we have uh, also a couple sponsorships out there with organizations and individuals who share our our values of giving back, of working hard, of uh, being methodical and disciplined. Uh, Who
0: are they? You can do it. Tell us who the sponsors are.
1: (laughs) So we sponsor Zach Veach, an Andretti driver, uh, IndyCar, an Andretti driver. Um, He's the epitome of of hard work and discipline and and being uh, uh, steady and consistent. Um, uh, We also uh, have a sponsorship with DC United. Um, and we're looking into, you know, other, other avenues. I mean, the investor that we're uh, catering to uh, loves sports. Okay. Um, and we believe in sports as a force of change in the community. So it all fits together really nicely.
0: And it fits together on the calendar as well because uh, the uh, real uh, coming out in many ways in the sports space is an Indianapolis-based company, founder based in Indianapolis, um, and the Indy 500 and the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. One of the first things that you started philanthropically is to sponsor an LPGA event called the Indy Women in Tech Championship, which basically fueled a lot of women tech training programs. Talk a little bit about, about that.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, first of all, I think, I can't believe I forgot to mention that we're sponsoring the Indy 500
0: race. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm here to ask you those questions. They're called, by the way, leading
1: questions in the industry is what they're called. Yeah. So, so, uh, so yeah, I mean, obviously Indianapolis based, so we have roots in Indianapolis and we, we, we are, um, involved in the community there. Um, we've been involved, uh, in, in golf and, uh, with, uh, the Indie Women in Tech Foundation. We've uh, sponsored a golf tournament. We also sponsored events in, in the city. Uh, um, and this is, you know, by the way, this is all back to you know empowering uh, our communities through education, right? Uh, so we have STEM events uh, um, that we run with kids in, in conjunction with uh, Indie uh, Women in Tech. Uh, uh, event that we run, so so yeah, our involvement goes 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 deep, and 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 we believe in our local roots in Indianapolis.
0: And one more other piece, as far as the specifics of CSR, uh, you believe that empowering kids takes a lot of forms so obviously the training important and that's what the Indy Women in Tech and, and Kids in Tech does uh, Fields and Futures in Oklahoma where you've actually developed a field program also the alliance with Cal Ripken to build 10 fields across the country so you and Zach who has an incredible message in and of himself so all of these messages which I guess come back to empowerment at the core are expressed in different ways absolutely you said it better than me uh, that's rare. For that. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't do that. <laughs> but but I, but I will ask you one question as a day to day guy who basically runs the business. There's always a tension between, um, with a corporate social responsibility platform, uh, between doing the right thing and, and maximizing ROI. How um, do how do you how do you, how do you uh, align yourself with that? How do, how do you come out on all of that?
1: Well, uh, Rick, I think that. The principles that drive us to do business are the same principles that drive us to give back to the community. Um, so it's this belief on um, discipline and consistency. Our products, what we sell to consumers, what we feel very proud that are excellent products for uh, saving, um, are products that, that um, embody these principles. There's all these you know, uh, get-rich-quick schemes, yeah. stories about You know, people that took incredible risks, went all in and succeeded. Well, you know, that's not the majority of Americans. That's one in in a million. And then what about the other 999,000 that didn't make it? Really, America is about consistency, discipline, uh, and staying the course, holding the line. That's what we do with our products. Uh, um, those are the principles, the same principles of consistency and discipline that a guy like Zach Veach applies to driving a race car and and, and winning races. Um, it's the same principles about providing this platform that give uh, kids, uh, uh, um, you know, a, a way to apply themselves consistently against uh, something to, you know, race their game. Um, so honestly, Rick. Uh, we do this because we believe in it. Yep. Uh, it's obviously, obviously good for business. Uh, consumers want to be able to relate to a brand and they relate to uh, brands and, and, and companies that do the right thing and that share their values. So I think that uh, you know we believe in empowerment through consistent disciplined, hard work. Uh, our products uh, uh, empower that, that mentality. All our efforts in philanthropy are about that so I think it comes Relatively easy, and then
0: finally, every business and leadership book you ever read talk about the uh, corporate, the leader of the organization, uh, creating the vision, nurturing the vision, implementing the vision. You know, Dan Towers founded this organization, and it's been a, uh, a, a meteoric rise in the organization itself. But you know, what, what's it like following his vision?
1: I, I think you know, we 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 have. Uh, Clarity in terms of what we want to do. We know what we're good at. We know what we're, what we're we need to get better at. Yeah. And we're building capabilities and and consistently uh, going after them while uh, retaining flexibility of a small organization. Um, you know, we're not a bureaucratic organization. We're not siloed. We have constant communication. Uh, we work well together. So you know, Dan and I, we work excellently together. We're we're uh, uh, we're aligned on what you know we we're, we're uh, going to accomplish, and, and it's, it's great working with him.
0: Well, and, and it's a wonderful organization, a wonderful, wonderful vision, and I will tell you, in the 900 years that I've actually been doing this, this is the first CXO I've ever interviewed, and it may be the last, but not because you don't deserve it. Dan, uh, it's a great vision of Dan's, and of course, Andres Barrigan, the CXO of the Group 1001 family of companies. Thank you very much. Thanks, Rick. Interesting perspective on Indy 500, Group 1001, Gainbridge, and Social Responsibility. Let's go to the Tech Minute. Big deals in the sports tech industry from this week. We got a couple sneaker marketplace StockX to cross the hundred the, the billion dollar mark with a new investor. The company's advanced talks to be valued at least a billion dollars. DST Global, the venture firm run by Russian-American billionaire Yuri Milner, expected to lead the deal. StockX plays matchmaker for owner Dan Gilbert, COO Greg Schwartz, and CEO Josh Luber. It plays in sneakerheads looking for rare kicks and resellers looking to flip unworn, in-demand sneakers into a profit. You only have to look at the success of hard-to-find designer handbag sites, Bag Hunter and ReBag, to realize that a dedicated sneaker marketplace has a lot of potential, and obviously using the tech industry to support it. Then, Sports Radar and Sport Grid are set to launch free 24 hour sports betting network services. The partnership brings together Sports Radar ad tech, OTT technology, and data with Sports Grid's programming. Features coverage and analysis of sports and betting odds across professional sports on both TV and digital fronts. They're the official data partner of NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, NASCAR, FIFA, and UEFA, monitoring, analyzing, and delivering insights from SportsGrid and obviously looking at iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Stitcher, and otherwise. Already, SportsGrid is a, an official partner of all of these companies and can s- consider it uh, done that they're going to add more to this list. So, tech, media, sneakers, retail, all coming together in this week's. Sports Tech Minute. Finally, the power of Sports Minute. Philanthropy up 12% every single year. The largest growth in the sports space. And a couple of deals highlight why. The Messier NHL Leadership Award finalist showcased the most well-rounded and charitable hockey players. There are a few up for it. For example, the planning includes the Predators, right-wing Wayne Simons. He worked with the Ed Snyder Youth Hockey Foundation for the sixth consecutive year, worked with the planning committee in hosting the organization's Willie O'Ree Skills Weekend. By the way, Willie O'Ree, the first African-American player in the NHL. Remember member of the Hockey Hall of Fame. We'll have him on one of our podcasts in the next three weeks. A great interview with a great individual. Willie O'Ree, but the Messier NHL Leadership Awards are clearly showcasing what the NHL can do. The NBA Cares Community Assist Award nominees highlight the best of charity work in basketball. The Wizards, Bradley Beal, the Memphis Grizzlies, Mike Conley, the Toronto Raptors, Pascal uh, Siakam, each have gone above and beyond. They've opened and Cup One has pushed for the construction of a school in Haiti and for further representation and fair treatment of women in sports and technology. The awards will be announced at the 2019 NBA Awards on June 24 with some of the game's most recognizable names up for the award, the Sports Power of Sports Minute. Well, that's it for Keeping Score this week. We'd like to thank tanner simpkins and and uh, complete set agency and Reed uh, weber for putting this together uh, along with others with reuters we'd like to thank those who have participated in this including andres berrigan looking forward to a significant may with even more events surrounding basketball baseball soccer world cup rugby and the like we'd like to thank you for joining us see you next time Thanks for listening to this edition of Keeping Score. Assistance provided by Carlos Swadek, Tanner Simpkins, Reuters Digital. I'm Riccardo. Thanks again for listening. See you next time on Keeping Score.